I'm glad you've watched the CCTV so carefully. It's a really important issue, this. Absolutely crucial. It's the future of the whole nation and the NHS. But let's get, let's get to the details of it. Welcome to episode 20 of the Gristle Digest, the weekly podcast that would never sit on the floor of a train, oh, especially when there are clearly empty seats available. <laughs> uh, today is the 28th of August, I'm Rob Sen, and I'm joined as ever by my good friend Paul Morse, but once again we're wow. in the same room, how's Jesus. it going Paul? Um, I feel it's slightly better because we're in the same room. We're in the same room. That's, my whole mood's lifted, Yeah, my world's complete. Coming live from Surrey, England. Um, top stories this week, Paul. Um, Let's go for it. Theresa May, keen to say at Sate Burgeoning Queen Complex in Brexit negotiations. Uh, Theresa May has been accused of behaving like a Tudor monarch in displaying an intention <laughs> not to put the triggering of Article 52 of the EU Treaty to a parliamentary vote and uh, for threatening to behead her beloved Philip and replace him with a Spaniard in the event that he's unable to furnish her with a male heir. Uh, the Prime Minister has been pushing the case for Britain to have a bespoke arrangement with the EU, which can, which could include single market access on a sector-by-sector basis, along with the possibility of controlling migration as well. May, famous for her propensity to have cake and then to eat it, is also pushing for free holidays to Spain for all Brits and preferential access to the best exported cheeses from France. It is unclear whether she will achieve any of these goals. Uh, May, many Downing Street insiders uh, believe May has been significantly emboldened by the Team GUD, uh, GP performance at the Rio 26 Olympics, with some close to the Prime Minister suggesting that she would be ha- more than happy to deploy Team B's, uh, GB's cyclists and rowers to Brussels in order to secure the deal that she is after. So, uh, next story this week, Paul. Let's go for it. French mayors love Islamophobia so much they are willing to ignore the rule of law. They do love it. They love it. They love it. Can't get enough. Uh, The hugely controversial and equally as mind-boggling bikini ban uh, on the south of France has been ruled as an illegal infringement of civil liberties following a ruling handed down by a French administrative court on Thursday. The court ruling suspending the ban, which may as well have just read, for fuck's sake you guys, come on, uh, (laughs) requires mayors of southern France, uh, southern French seaside towns to fall into line and allow bikinis once again but with classically french defiance some mayors are keen to fight for their right to be bigoted idiots over the course of last week uh, there were several instances of women being fined and even arrested as french police roamed the beaches looking to enforce the inexplicable ban on the bikini uh, one policeman find a woman for wearing a bikini and manage to find a man for indecent exposure all on the same day. Uh, ostensibly in France, there appears to be a very small window of acceptability when it comes to the amount of clothing you are allowed to wear. Uh, the ruling by the Council of State is not actually the final chapter in this saga, and judges have already said that mayors can continue to enforce the ban whilst appeals and further legal proceedings are underway. Thus, it is unlikely that we will see an end to French policemen looking to strip women of their clothes and dignity, <laughs> all in the name of progressive secularism. Some in France are predicting that the fe- that female bum pinching is soon to become legal and that women who unreasonably position their asses beyond the leers and gropes of sweaty Frenchmen could also face fines and custodial sentences. Uh, final f- <laughs> uh, story this week, Paul, uh, and it's uh, close to our hearts. Oh, hello. You'll uh, agree. Ryan Lottie faces uh. the ire of duped Gristle Digest presenters in Liar Liar, Pants on Fire, Wolf Cryer, Fast. Son of a bitch. US swimmer and the country's second most successful Olympian, Ryan Lochte, faces the ire of Gristle Digest presenters Oropsen and Paul Moss. Damn right he does. 
after duping them and the entire world into believing uh. that they were, that he was robbed at gunpoint outside the Rio, Rio nightclub last weekend. In truth, rather than being the victim of Brazilian street crime, Lochte was in fact the perpetrator of classic white frat bro entitled douchebaggery after vandalising a sign at a petrol station and urinating all over the place. If I see him, I'm going to mangle his balls in a G-clamp, said, said aggrieved DGD, DGD presenter Oreep Sen, astride a beautiful black stallion. <laughs> <laughs> that shitbox... was got, a handsome beast. It was. That shitbox got me thinking that police in Rio were corrupt. How fucking dare he? How as his lives began to unravel the morning after the incident, Lottie quietly made his way to the airport and took the first plane out of Dodge. When safely back in the USA, Lottie took to social media to apologise for exaggerating the facts and for ostensibly leaving his buddies Upper Creek without a paddle, all of whom were ingloriously removed from flights leaving Rio for police questioning. Since the incident, Lottie has lost sponsorship deals with Ralph Lauren and Speedo, but is said to be most concerned about tweets he received from TGD presenter Paul Moss, which have threatened to immac mm-hmm. his ball hair if he ever sets foot mm-hmm. in the UK. Mm-hmm. And I'll do it. He will. I'll do it, Lochte. So we'll get we'll get to you later, Ryan. You um, some bitch. But before that, we'll start with uh, Theresa Maple. Oh, Maisie. Maisie Maze. Maisie, Maisie, Maisie. Um she's she's uh, she looks a little, she looks a little bit like the Queen. She looks well, a little bit like Queen Victoria. Yeah, yeah. I think I mean she's skinnier. Yeah. If Theresa May put on a fat suit. Kind of fat suit. She would more. be she would be the spitting image yeah. of Queen Victoria. True. And she's 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 certainly got a bit of an empress thing going she, on at the moment. Doesn't, she does. Doesn't want to listen to Parliament. Bah. Bothering what Parliament. Do you need Parliament for? Yeah. And uh it's not it's not just um it's not just the EU, it seems it seems other things as well. But we we start with the EU. Mm. Um, I, we seem to be back to this idea that we can just pick and choose what yeah. we want. I didn't I, I thought we yeah. put that to bed. <laughs> no, apparently, um, apparently not. Apparently, we're still going for that, that whole cake and eat it argument. And yeah. why not, eh? Yeah. Hey, why not? Everyone loves us, don't they? Yeah, exactly. We're really well needed. Exactly. We're adored. Although it did come out in the Independent today, I think we saw that uh, the Germans a Ooh. little bit uh, afraid yeah. that if we get a good deal, then that is over. It's over for the rest of the EU. Yeah, it's not going to be a good thing for for Germany. So. No. No, it's probably pretty good that Britain gets shafted. Yeah, but it's still, I still don't like they. No one said like she. I don't think she wants to invoke Article Fifty until next no, year. No, twenty nineteen. Twenty nineteen is, is yeah, is what she is said. The latest, and yet we we've got to be out without out within within a couple of years. I think Europe is expecting us to leave in a couple of years. Yep, uh, Lord O'Donnell. Oh, Donners. Gus O'Donnell, former I Big Gus. Uh, chair, pro, I don't know, head of the civil service or something. But he was um he's come out and said that it's not inevitable that we're leaving at all. It's and not the fact that we might not uh called it. Yeah. Yeah, called yeah, 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 this is true. This is true. I, I almost think now I think uh, I think they're gonna get to a point where they've got a selection of deals. Yeah. And then they're gonna go referendum to see which one's uh, gonna be better. It does seem like uh that someone needs to vote on something before we can yeah effectively leave although if you're Theresa May you're thinking well no one's voted for me and I've got this far yeah. so yeah pff, true. fuck it true fuck it when is she gonna wheel back I mean she's sort of really upped the kind of I'm just gonna say it the bitch stakes oh in the yeah last two three weeks oh yeah she needs to wheel it back a little bit she wants to wind her neck in yeah wind she's that wrinkly old neck in love she's losing me as a as a well I was never a fan. No, actually didn't like her at all. No, but, um, still she's starting to yeah reveal quite an ugly side to her. Yeah, which is a shame because she is fucking hot. Oh, she's a winner. Damn. Um, next story, Paul. It is 
Islamophobia in France. It's the whole bloody <sighs> bikini ban. It pissed me off, mate. It's been it's... pissing me off all week. It's fucking ridiculous. Isn't um, it? You probably saw like the stories earlier in the week where you know French policemen were actually just stopping women on yeah. the beach and telling them to take clothes off. Yeah, fully clothed policemen. Unbelievable. It's, Unbelievable. it's fucking. It's balmy. And you wonder. I mean, so now uh, still. I mean, even though the court has a court has overturned the ban and said that it's 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 illegal, it's it's it can still be appealed. Mm. And uh, mayors are apparently going to ignore the ruling anyway and yep. carry on so uh why are they doing it well i think you know what it really comes down to is this <laughs> whole issue of um a big bunch of racist cunts seems a bit like that. yeah seems yeah like you know I may, I may be oversimplifying it and it, it just seems something like this it's so it's so blatant it, it's just and some of the arguments for I mean, I've not heard oh. any arguments uh, in support of it. Well, I've said a common thing to this. Well, would you, you know, you, when people complain about the hijab or the burqa or whatever, is they compare it to a, a nun, right? Right. So, so I've heard lots of uh, comparisons uh, saying, "Weird, you never see nuns blowing people up." Right. So what the? Weird. What kind of fucking what, logic what is, is that? that? Yeah, yeah. And yeah. a few people saying, "Yeah, well, you know, they could have anything there. They could have a bomb in there, couldn't they?" I mean, so, so what's the ideal solution? If you're brown, you just, just walk around naked, naked all the time and you must willfully submit to, to yeah. any anal exam. Yeah, exactly. Because you could be concealing something somewhere. Is that Bollock the only naked. option these people see? That That is it. Bollock naked and even, you know, walk around with some sort of device to x-ray yourself. Yeah. I mean, it's pretty, yeah, it seems pretty strict. I mean, and, and I just don't get... I don't... I, I also I saw this week. Uh, I don't know if you saw Yasmin Alibi Brown. Oh yeah, Alibi big Yaz, big Yaz, big Yaz. Having having a go at the lady who invented the burkini. Oh, seems to have invented the burkini. Uh, and and she's sort of saying that you know why why are Muslim women these days feeling like they have to cover up when in the eighties apparently according to Yasmin Alibi Brown oh, in yeah. the eighties Muslim women were going to the beach bloody tits out everything yeah. everything all over the place. Yep. And why have they got to cover them, cover themselves up now? And you sort of think, well, whether the, as to why they, what's happening in the intervening years and mm. the growth of particular sites of Islam, I might not agree with it. But do you know what? If if they want to cover themselves up, then bloody let them do it. Exactly. The That's whole the thing point. with this, and and you look at the other side of it, and. and... The people who argue against it and say, well, the burqa should be banned altogether have fundamentally got the same argument as those people defending it is then that, that's the, that people should have choice. No yeah. one should be forced to wear something no. or forced not to wear something. What you should do is find something you like to wear, make sure it's comfy. Well, no, <laughs> yeah. even, even if you don't want it to be comfy, crack on comfy. Yeah. and fucking wear it. People have been wearing heels, have they not, for years. They're yeah. not comfy. Uh, but it's... Uh, Western oppression bizarre. of women right there. It's just bizarre. You've got to take your clothes off. Yeah, you've got to take your clothes off. You're it's not the best advice your clothes... you're going to get today, listeners. Yeah, if you're not taking your clothes off, you're not free. It's like, all right, okay, thanks for defining that. Um, final story this week: uh, Ryan shitbag Lottie, fuckface wanktard. He's got to watch himself, man. He's got to watch himself. I will, I will kick his fucking he comes nose around off. here. Comes around here with his made mugs of us, isn't he? He's made, he's mugged everyone. I off. feel, I feel doubly mugged off on two fronts. Number one, I feel like you know Ryan Lochte's lied to us and yeah. made us out to be liars. But also, I can't believe a, a story that we read in the Daily Mail. I know turned out not to be true turned either. Out not to be true. What? I can't believe they what jumped on. They got the slightly racist wrong end of the stick on that one. Yeah. I'm really surprised by that. But I'm also surprised they didn't do any any kind of research into that yeah. story before printing it because it seems just, like it was fairly well known well, almost like, instantly. But. It seems like most newspapers just took yeah. verbatim what Lottie said in mm. an interview that he gave on the news 
where he has since he has since confessed that he was in fact intoxicated yeah. <laughs> whilst giving said interview. And most people have just taken that. So but, they probably looked at the facts and thought, well, you know what? He is a rich white guy, so chances are, chances, chances are. are those you know they're most at, at risk from foreign types. But uh, but also he's not admitted to lying yet. You know, yeah, like he, oh. he, he just said he's exaggerated the truth. It's like, no, it's just like a joke, dude. Just, like it was, uh, you know, I exaggerated on the morning. I shouldn't have exaggerated. And for those who don't know, I, I didn't know much about Ryan Lottie before all of this. He is an absolute fool. Oh, like, he's the biggest fool in the world. Like, he's, he can barely string a sentence together, and he's an absolute tool. And uh, yeah, so um, lying off his face and uh, being, and also stitching his mates up. Yeah, letting them take the flat while he bugs off. What a lovely man. So, Absolute turd burglar. But it seems like he's facing the wrath of corporate America and he's losing sponsors. Yeah, good. Though he has picked one up today, I read somewhere. Ooh. It's like a weird like a weird cough drop. Like a throat lozenge. So he's been dropped by a Lock, <laughs> speedo. Yeah, mm. it's something uh, crap. So he's picked up something. But um, yeah, what a, t- what a tosser. What an absolute shitbag. Shitbag. On this day in history, Paul, uh, last week was the 14th of August. Yeah, it was. The theme was disappearing military units. Oh, yeah. Um, and the options were... Sorry, I moved away. Yeah. It's all right. It's all uh, right. The options were, um, in 1281, uh, during Kublai Khan's invasion of Japan, an entire fleet of 3,500 ships disappeared in a Shit. typhoon. Shit. Fact number two is in 1499, during the Frederick the Great's conquering of Siberia, an entire regiment of 10,000 men disappeared in a snowstorm. Wow. Fact number three was in 1969, during NASA, not the North American Space Agency, but the Just to be president, clear. Of, it, <laughs> president of Egypt, <laughs> uh, his secret war with Israel and the Sinai Desert, an entire division of 200 tanks disappeared in a, a sandstorm. And I think you went for number two. I think I did, yeah. I went for the, the blokes in the snow, yeah. But as you may have seen by looking at my tablet computer, what it was, in fact, number one. Ah! Cuba Kaiser Invasion of An entire fleet of 3,500 ships. That's well loads of ships, isn't it? Disappeared in a time period. It was, it was 1281. So it's way before, like, GPS and shit. So yeah. they, might, they, they could have just sailed off. Yeah, there's all the likelihood they just buggered off. But, um, yeah, so that's... Do you reckon they just found, like, a nice little island somewhere? I just reckon just they, thought... yeah. You got three thousand boats. You can start a settlement anywhere. Can't yeah, you? no, no typhoon's big enough. Aren't. No typhoon's big enough to destroy two thousand yeah. ships. But who, who was their leader? Kublai, Kublai Khan. Kublai, well, he was a bit of a. He was a bit of a prick anyway, wasn't he? So exactly. Like, oh, hang on. See you later. We're out in the Pacific. What's that? Oh, it's Island. Thailand. Yeah. Let's go there. Have a little go. Um. So that was that was last week. This week, twenty eighth of August, and the theme yep. is the release onto the market of lovely British sauces and condiments. Ah. Ah. So on this I'm on day. This. Love in 1822, a doctor mm-hmm. from Manchester started selling his hugely popular Bovril drink. Ooh. Fact yeah, number okay. two, uh, in 1837, a pharmacist from Worcester started selling their new concoction, a Worcestershire sauce. Mm. Fact number three, in 1840, in clubs in London's West End, they started selling the now infamous Gentleman's Relish. Oh, I do like a bit of Gentleman's Relish. Oh, it's salty. Salty. It's, uh, it, is, it is. It is a salty old case. protein. Um, so that's Bovril. Bovril. 1837, Worcestershire sauce. Worcestershire sire. Uh, uh, or 1840, Gentleman's Relish. Worcestershire. Gentleman's Relish. I, I'm, um... Oof. I'm in a 
to keep it condiment related and I'm, uh, I'm in somewhat of a pickle over that. Yeah, and I've just realised <laughs> that bovril isn't really a sauce or a condiment. Yeah, it's kind it's of just, a, you can uh, you, you can cook a, with bovril, yeah. Can you, you make stir, a gravy out of it? You can make a gravy out of it, lovely. stir it into a stew, it's lovely. Oh, lovely. Give that a go, give that yeah. a go, Gristlers. Yeah, have, uh, a little go. <laughs> have a little go with your bovril. Um, little cooking show here. Yeah, just get out there. <laughs> Go try some bovril. Stirring just a teaspoon of bovril. Yeah. To spice up your sex life. Exactly. Um, I think I'm going to go with bovril after all of this. Yeah. Right. I think I'm going to go bovril. 1822 bovril. Answers next week. The Moss Report. This week's Moss Report is brought to you by Sir Philip Green's new range of moral compasses. If you're worried about your next big financial decision, use the patented Philip Green moral compass to ensure that you are making the most selfish decision possible. It's uh, the only moral compass guaranteed to fuck over thousands of British workers every time. Gristlers, do log on to www.philipgreensmoralcompass.com and uh, enter the code my fucking pension mate uh, to get an 11% discount oh, off your first order lovely nice huh now uh, on with the show this week Britain has been rocked with a veritable battle of the likeable beard blokes as virgin boss and former hot air balloon crasher Sir Dick Branson has laid down some rare beef with the people's politician Jeremy I like my shirts grey and unironed Corbyn <laughs> Now, last week, Jeremy Corbyn, well, he's found himself leaving King's Cross on the 11am Virgin's train to York. I've, uh, of course, used that service. Yep. Not a bad service. A good one. Not a bad service. He was off to one of his rallies as he continues his battle for the Labour leadership against the uh, politicoid 5000, Owen Smith. It was a sweltering day, and uh, the train was <laughs> ram-packed, ram-packed, which uh, I think we'll all agree is one of the worst kinds of, of packed. It's, it's full of rams. It's it's one of the, it's up there with jam-packed. Yeah. The old ram-jam combo. Um, anyway, because Jeremy Corbyn, because he's such a no-nonsense every ruddy bloody bloke, right, he didn't just bloody stand there like <laughs> a lemming Muckies. being directed by the bloody corporations and mainstream media. What he does, right? Because he can't find a seat. Bollocks to it. Because he's so bloody real. He's too real. Too real. Just sits on the bloody floor, doesn't he? Yeah. Utter blatant ruddy bloody bloke in there from Corbo. Real man. You wouldn't have got you wouldn't have got Blair sitting on a train floor. He would have had his own carriage, wouldn't he? Made of gold and lies. But Jacobs, he's just on the floor cotching, counting the fucks he does not give. Yep. And uh, and while he's down there, he gets on camera and uh, he shoots a scathing promo on uh, privatised public transport and how if the people ran the trains, um, yeah. I don't know, there'd be more seats or something. I wouldn't yeah. really, really pay attention. Ceiling. But yet again, we're given this glorious example of, uh, of how JC rips up the rule book on modern mm-hmm. politics. And, you know, whatever your thoughts on Corbyn or his policies, you've got to admit the honesty yeah. in his delivery is a breath. A breath of fresh air. Or is it? Dum, dum, dum. No, no, it's not. No, uh, just days after Corbyn's train video went viral, Virgin Trains released a little video of their own. The uh, the CCTV footage, in fact, from that very train journey. And it starts innocent enough. A, uh, a silver-haired man is making his way through a train carriage. He, uh, he stops to cure a man stricken with leprosy before proceeding to feed the entire carriage with just a Kit Kat and half a corned beef sandwich. You know, <laughs> standard Corbyn, just regular Corbo doing his thing. Yeah. But then uh, you see him walk past some empty seats. Lots of empty seats. Uh-oh. Lots of 
quite visibly unreserved <laughs> empty seats to uh, to a busy part of the train where he decides to sit on the floor. Now, now at this point, like me, you're probably just thinking, well, he's just not sitting in them seats, is he? That's all. <laughs> Uh, he's probably deep in thoughts of uh, radicalism and sticking it to the man, but True. but then, oh Jeremy, say it ain't so. But then he gets up from the floor, he brushes himself down, puts in a monocle, lights an expensive cigar off a burning <laughs> fifty pound note, and is carried by footmen in silk uniforms back to one of the empty seats he had passed earlier. Now the image is blurry, so I might be wrong about the monocle <laughs> bit, right? But that's certainly how it felt. That is yeah. how it felt. It was a sham. It was. A ruse, a work. Jeremy Corbyn had been caught out, pulling the same kind of opportunistic photo-op bullshit that he's supposed to be the remedy to. Now, of course, the uh, the deranged Corbynistas, and there are many of you out there, hello, rushed to the defence of their supreme leader, saying the footage was fake, despite it being clearly time-stamped. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> following the uh, the Virgin footage, Corbyn has remained defiant, saying the seats were all reserved and he was offered a seat by Virgin Trains later on in the journey, as some had become available. A story contradicted by Virgin Trains and uh, seemingly by the footage also. <laughs> um, and more recently, Corbo's BFF, John McDonnell himself, has called for Sir Richard Branson to have his knighthood revoked to be tarred and feathered and sent to the gulags. Um, so there we are. There is still not an ounce of honesty in all of politics. Bollocks. Corbo, mate. Caught, wow. out. Caught out. Yeah. I mean, swine. It, th- th- what, a, what a fuck storm that is. Oh. Traingate. It, hashtag Traingate. Hashtag Traingate, as it's now being called. How, yeah, I mean, he, 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 yeah, first they tried to... So it was fake. Yep. The, 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 and the latest... It was a different train journey. a different train journey or something like that. And then it was a case of, uh, it's clearly not fake. And they they haven't actually mm-hmm. backpedaled on that, but it's just been proven that it's not. And now <laughs> they're just trying to say that, oh, well, you, they shouldn't have shared it with you anyway, because it's sort of... Yeah, data protection. Data protection or some nonsense. And it's just, it's a complete farce. And and yeah, again, as you say, I mean, if, if honesty was his was the main string to his bow, then it's yeah. looking a little bit withered at the moment. Well, you know, he's meant to be the, you know, the complete opposite of, yeah. that, of the modern politician, right? It's just maybe honest. He doesn't, you know, doesn't yeah. wear a suit, gets all scruffy, you know, <laughs> and John, and John rides McDonald. his bike around. And John McDonald, look at rearing his stupid jawed face. And it's Richard just... Brunson, stop picking on Jeremy. You know, like, why didn't, he ask for, why didn't he ask for his knighthood to be removed two weeks ago? Yeah, <laughs> he's pretty silent on Richard Branson's knight position as a knight until yesterday or today or yeah. whatever. But he seems to be quite vehement about it. It's, I'm sure it's nothing related to the fact oh, that no. you know he's he's had the temerity to insult you know glorious Jeremy Corbyn. Yeah, it's not because but... he's called his boyfriend out to be a liar. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Nothing, to do, nothing to do with that. It's all about no. his tax status, apparently. Yeah. But um, and yeah, fine. I'm sure he is a tax exile. He's in the British Virgin Islands or wherever the hell he lives. Yeah. But, um, uh, as I say, yeah, that that that's been consistent uh, for a number of years. So I don't know why uh, O'Donnell. All uh, of McDonald's. a sudden, yeah, all of a sudden, all of a sudden. Picks up on it. I tell you what, actually, it reminds me of this it whole virginness. Yeah. I've always really believed that Richard Branson shouldn't have a knighthood. I've always believed oh, that. Only just reminded now, though. And it's just like, do you see the video as well? I think it was originally yeah. posted on the Guardian. I think it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Corbyn wanted to release. Mm. So it's again just like him, smug, kind of arrogant, yeah. just sort of being a bit like. Trains are really expensive. So Isn't expensive. that an argument? This train is ram-packed. Isn't that an argument for nationalisation? And you're like, it's no. Ram-packed. No, it's not. And also, like with trains, for those of you old enough to remember what nationalised trains were like, mm-hmm. 
Why are we trying to talk about that like like it was some sort of utopian system? It was absolutely awful. Do yeah. you remember? I go go back and watch any 1980 stand-up comedian and just as a challenge try and find a sketch which doesn't mention National Rail. I mean, I I fucking challenge you. And just uh, just from my you know just from your own you know anecdotal experience, yeah. do you remember what trains are like in the Jesus. 80s and 90s? I mean, it was it was just a horror show. I mean, it's just the filth. As that was what just I remember. Disgusting, right? The absolute filth. But um, so apparently we we want to go back to that. But it's uh, it, and and then on top of um, you know all of this uh, you know his, his nonsense as to why you know what we supposedly want to go back to. Um, he seems to sort of it, it's just it's just that kind of not owning up to what's happened now. You know, like yeah, and and. The, Anyone who's you know he's becoming more of a personality cult guy it's, and it's what it is, it's you know it's it's not labour it's, no, it's Corbynism it's Corbynism right? yeah and you see it because you, you the number of green supporters who fucking love this guy yeah right and you see people from the fucking Green Party calling out old school Labour supporters calling them fucking Blairites and you yeah, know you're yeah, tearing yeah, the party sure. apart it's like yeah yeah. Would you fucking care? Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, Fuck off, mate. It's crazy talk. It's absolute crazy talk. You know, and you, there's no, there's not an inch of concession around no. Corbyn with these people, no, right? No, you no, know, no, no. and you know, the guy's got some some all right, you know, some all right uh, characters. You know, he's not a mm, bad dude mm. completely. I think he's no. becoming more of a. I think he's believing his hype a little piece nowadays. But Jesus, you you've got one word yeah. to say against him, and that's it. He's just You're the uh, devil. And just, I mean, just flat out lying. I mean, yeah. as well, it's, it's just it's unacceptable. Yeah, just to, <laughs> it's just you know, totally gross. Just to kind of prove he's like, oh. Yeah. And apparently the original, wasn't it? The original reason as to why he wanted he chose to sit on the floor is because he wanted to sit next to his wife. So mm. that even he conceded that there were seats available, but there weren't two such that he wanted to sit next to his wife. Because him and his wife are both oh. 18 years old. Yeah. And they have to sit got to hold sit hands. Next. They've got to hold hands and give each other daisy chains. Otherwise... They can't survive a fucking two-hour train journey or whatever it is. But what if they want a Frenchie? What if they want a quick French? What if they want a, a little French beardy one? French, yeah, a little whiskery French? Unbelievable! What a prick! Ah, Mister Yusupov, welcome to Vladimir Putin's Moscow Troll Factory. We are happy to have you on board. And glad to be here. It's premier troll factory in the world. Yes, yes, you are right. From this bunker underneath Putin's personal martial arts dojo, we troll every newspaper comment section in the world. We, we are best. I want to be best. I was best troll in all of troll camp. Yeah, and uh, I was best doper in all of doping camp too. Very good, very good. We have, well, we have top project for you here. We need best troll skills for important project personally sanctioned by Mr. Putin himself. Excellent! It is greatest honor to serve Mr. Putin. My brother, Sasha, he serves in Putin's personal ice hockey team. He just play hockey 24 hours a day, every day. And Putin just joined when he bought. Ah, oh, that is great honor. This project is top secret. If you tell anyone what you are doing, Mr. Putin himself will kick you and all your family. In the balls. I will not betray him. Good, 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 Mr. Yusupov. You will be troll on all American newspaper website. New York Times, Washington Post, Alabama White Power Bulletin. The AWPB? All the top papers. You will troll them all. Yes, I will make sure every reader knows how magnificent is Lord Putin. 
He is best leader, sportsman, warrior, chef. No, no, no. Well, he, he is not the best chef in the world? No, of course he is best chef. But you will not be writing about Putin. Oh, then who? Mr. Yusupov. You will be writing about Donald Trump. Donald Trump? But, but he is like orange hairy monkey with no brain. That is correct. Which is why he must win election in USA. Oh. With no brain monkey in charge, that country will be finished. Yes! Which Mr. Putin has been plotting all along. And now you must help him put monkey in White House and deliver USA to hands of Mother Russia. I will not fail. Failure is not an option. Oh, and one more thing. What is that? When you have spare moment, please go troll for Jeremy Corbyn too. What happened next this week, Paul? Oh, hello. So, in keeping with previous weeks, mm-hmm. I've gone for another theme. Nice. The theme won't surprise you this week. The theme is the douchebaggery of Ryan Lottie. Ah, oh, that motherfucker. Mother Effort is going to get it this week, and we're going to take it out on him. Uh, that guy. What happened next? Yeah, so all of these uh, clips are basically testament to how much of a prick Ryan Lottie is. And if nice. you, and basically, a lot of people, they might not know about Ryan Lottie. They might not know that he's... Not just a prick, but he's sort of like an enigmatic prick because mm-hmm. he's so stupid. The things he says are really quite mind-boggling. Yeah. Um, so uh, the first question is him. Uh, he's being interviewed uh, on a sort of lifestyle show uh, in, in, in the States. So let's have a listen to that. Fashion designer or a reality show star? Fashion designer for sure. Oh, what do people what describe your design style as? Maybe a mixture between. Ah, oh. <laughs> yeah. So what happened next? Uh, what did Ryan Lottie des- describe his fashions, his uh, design style as? Uh, I think it'd be a mixture of uh, total douchebag meets <laughs> utter wanker. Close. Yeah, I reckon. No. Close. Incidentally, so. he doesn't know what the word douchebag means. There's there's videos out oh. there that say that show him saying he doesn't know what the word douchebag means. He I says, know what people are calling is. me a douchebag, and I like what is a douchebag. Like, what is that? What does it mean, bro? What is that? Come at me, bro. Exactly. So, um... Oh, shit weasel. So you said he, was, he went for a mixture of douchebag and a-hole or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Basically um, just mixing them. Okay, well, let's see, what, let's see what the answer was. Fashion designer or a reality show star? Fashion designer for sure. What would people describe your design style as? <laughs> um, it'd be a mixture between, like... Rockstar slash, like, hip-hop. <laughs> ah! That's a bullbag! So that's Ryan Lottie. Like a mixture of, like, rockstar slash hip-hop. I just want to know what those mixtures would be. I'm not you sure. Know. Like, leather trousers and, like, a vest. It's you leather know. trousers and a vest. That's basically it's it. basically what that's it basically is. basically it. Um, should we go into another one, shall we? Let's do this. So this is again Let's Lottie. Um, so this is actually, Ryan Lottie actually had a reality TV show about him. Fuck off, really? I'm serious. Oh. This is how much of it, like, he's sort of a well-known douche. You know? he, he really <laughs> is, his, yeah. His douchiness is quite, quite well-known. And, um, and also, uh, just for those listening out there, if you get the chance to listen to uh, John Oliver's program, I don't know what it's called this week, he has a go at Ryan Lottie too. Uh, and it's uh, yeah probably worth it worth a watch. But um, let's have a listen to question two. I was so happy that my mom was there. And 
So that's where I like from his reality TV show where he blanks out. And just at the end of the clip there, the uh, interviewer asks, what happens when you blank out? So what happened next? What happens when Ryan Lottie blanks out? When Ryan Lottie blanks out, he wakes up um, poorer <laughs> and uh, feeling like he's been robbed by Brazilians. It's not... I mean, it's in that that is a pure fabrication of stuff <laughs> it is, that is, just but... didn't happen. Um, it's not a million miles away, so I might actually give you half a point for Oh, that. good one. Let's have a listen. I was so happy that my mom was there. <laughs> I don't even know. Something will pop up in my head. It could be like the weirdest thing, like all of a sudden, like I have like a jumping banana in my head, and I just stop and pause. I'm like, that damn jumping banana is in my head. What the <laughs> fuck? That, is this guy fucking retarded. He's. I think he's. That's a bit unfair on retards. Like I think yeah. he's. It's a kind of. He's. He's not all there. He's not all Fuck. there, man. He's not all there. And that is you know, yeah, just like evidence like in that Jumpy column. bananas. Like, like a banana in my head. Um, so that's Ryan Lottie. And uh, final question is actually just to show that um, the Lottie douchebagness isn't actually just confined to Ryan Lottie. He's actually got a sister out there called Megan Lottie. Megan Lottie. Uh, and this final clip is from a, 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 an interview that she has, I think, with a radio show uh, in 2008. Uh, when Lottie has just picked up a shitload of medals in Beijing. Let's have a listen. Thanks, everybody. Welcome back to Closing Time. Uh, of course, everybody knows uh, Megan. She's been on every show. Let's give Megan a round of applause. Come on, Megan. Hey, Megan. Let's talk about China. How long were you there? We were there for a little bit over a week. China was... What was China like to Megan? <laughs> Lottie. Full of Jackie Chan. He was everywhere. I'm going to give you a point for that. <laughs> I'm giving you a point for that. Uh, let's have listen to the answer. It's shocking. China was chinked out. Fucking hell. Yeah. Like, it was totally The fucking like people laughing. Chinese. No one's like, Everything. you fucking bitch. Chinked. Only God. chinks everywhere. And they call... Chinese, Megan. It... Let's not say that word. So, I wow, think a lot of the there is sort of yeah. is, is uncomfortable, I imagine, because what do you do immediately? What do you do when Jeez. your guest is a massive racist like that? Fucking hell. Um, so that's 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 Ryan Lottie's sister. Jesus. <laughs> so, yeah. Apparently, douchebaggy. A couple of fucking... It's kind what? of genetic. It are their fucking parents' cousins or something? What are they doing? I have no idea, but the these are some of the stupidest Explain people. Explain feet's why so fucking good at swimming. Exactly. But Fuck. absolutely that. Yeah, it must be a bit of that going on. But it's just, I mean, they're some of the stupidest people I've ever encountered in my adult life. So that's this week's What Happened Next. Poof. So I waited a slam. Oh yeah. It's time to get down. Oh, so. yeah. Four headlines that we throw at each other each week. Yeah. Let's just start. Let's just start straight. Let's, do Let's this. just slam it up straight Go into the top it. Of the, off the top. So first one for you, Paul, from The Guardian. Britain's biggest shooting lobby riven by infighting. Oh, man. We have shooting lobbies. We do. All right. In England. Um, I guess uh, Britain proving the dangers of giving rich white guys weapons isn't just an American problem. <laughs> True. <laughs> True. Maybe we'll find out exactly how bad it will get. <laughs> <laughs> right, next for, for you, my friend. 
pensioner has arm ripped off as she tries to close car window. Oh, another happy story. Um, serves her right for feeding a pepper army to a pit bull at the same time. Uh, <laughs> that's bound to happen, isn't it? Um, Teach her a lesson, wouldn't it? Next one for you, Paul. Uh, and this is from the Tuscaloosa News, oh. which is Alabama's hottest news outlet. How does news in Alabama? And, uh, the headline, and it was a headline, was yeah. uh, blueberries and cream ice pops are refreshing summer treat. <laughs> what a headline. Yeah. What a week it's been. Um, uh, blueberries and, and cream ice pops. Eric Pickles to tell all in steamy new biography. Oh, lovely stuff. Oh. Lovely stuff. Sexy stuff. Sexy stuff. Right, next for you. And just a shout out to all of mine this week are, are from the Daily Record. The Daily Record. So I've gone north of the border for hey, these. Hey, freshly embodied. Uh, and next one for you is Man possessed by Pokemon demons screams for the characters as police pin him to the ground. Oh, um, Pikachu later called in for questioning under caution. <laughs> it's the only Pokemon character I know. Quoted as saying <laughs> Pika Pika. Pika Pika. <laughs> <laughs> um, next one for you, Paul, is again from the Tuscaloosa News. It's Haunted House Owner Expands Business to Include Family Park. Nice. Yeah, good it's nice the older haunted house business isn't. Yeah. It's thriving, uh, mate. It's thriving. doing well. Yeah, it's yeah. doing well. Uh, um, in Alabama. In Alabama, haunted house is fucking hell. I guess um, <laughs> success of Ouija board advertising campaign has marketing world in a frenzy. <laughs> hey, hey, nice. <laughs> nice. Right, next one for, uh, for yourself here. Gold medal fat cats give Olympics bad name. Wow. Um, mm-hmm. But arguably the corruption, drugs and environmental damage are worse That's true actually, that's uh, true <laughs> no, Last one for you Paul Alright, what, we got? what we got? It's from BBC Entertainment, it's my favourite uh, And it's Frank Ocean beats Dolly Parton Fuck <laughs> Frank Ocean? <laughs> yeah, what a wanker Beating Dolly Parton <laughs> um, uh, Dolly is recovering in her Dollywood mansion um, friends report she is shaken, but ultimately doing well. <laughs> Good to hear it. Good to hear it. <laughs> Poor Dolly. Yeah. Frank I think Ocean. it's in respect of the charts, but still. Um, it we it was Allegedly. It, yeah, exactly. <laughs> it, the headline was what it was. That's it. We're just giving the words, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right, last one for you. Um, Raging Dad crushes daughter's 10k Audi after catching her in it with a boy. Wow. Um, Angry man. On a car crashes, looks set to plague Britain's Asian community. (laughs) 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 um, And that's that's this week's subhead of the sample. And I think it probably is an even draw at 740 each. I I think I've got it scored the same. I've got it scored exactly the same. Excellent. Yeah. And that also brings this week's festivities oh. to a close. Um, thanks, everyone, for listening. Oh, thank you so much. Um, as usual, please follow us on Twitter at Crystal Digest. At email Digest. us at thecrystaldigest at gmail.com. Do it. Hit us up on SoundCloud. I'd love to hear from you. And all the rest of it. And please tune in again next week. Ta-da. Look at her.